I'm gonna mute. Hold on. I'm, my my laptop's gonna be muted. Just give me a second. Uh, we're live now. Oh, we're live. How about that? <laughs> Hi, everyone. How's it going? Welcome to the Super Review Show, everyone. Sorry for our technical on? difficulties. This is Bill. Hi, everyone. This is Bill. He's here again. He's here to help us discuss what are our top, like, we're just going to rank all the Marvel Cinematic Universe films, and it's going to be awesome. Bill, why don't you explain what we're doing tonight as well? Uh, okay. I got it. We, we actually got a fun story about this, because who doesn't like a fun story? Do you like fun stories? Um... Anyway, um, we actually put out a poll last night. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, please. And we said, what do you want us to do? Rank all the MCU movies or all the DCEU movies? And no joke, this came out as a tie. Yeah, we're not kidding. It was actually a it tie. It was a dead tie. It was pretty funny. So we decided we're going to do the MCU stuff today, and next week we'll do DCEU. Yes. And if you have any other suggestions for what we want to do, because like we said, this show we do every single week. It's a different topic. Jump and down in the comment section below. Let you guys us are just a part of this show as we are. Yeah, we're, we're trying to make it as close, inclusive as we can. So You're, You guys are just as part of the show. Um, we So please tell us what topic you want us to tell us what topic you want us to um, you know, you want us to review and um, we'll look into it. And yeah, just let us know, man. You know, like I said, we're 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 trying to figure. We're, you know, we come up with these topics every week. We do a lot of the polls on Twitter, and it is uh, really great. So yeah, just wanted to let you all know about that. Anyways, Bill, so should we get into it? Let's, dude, let us do it. And I'm gonna say, folks, I'm gonna be honest. This is probably gonna be our most diff, one of our most difficult things to do. Yeah, so I have I have the I have all the films piled up right here, and all the films from Iron Man up until uh, Spider Man Far From Home are all right here, and we're gonna just rank them from like no joke. We're gonna be ranking them from one to how many did we say there were sixteen? No, six and six is twelve plus eleven. There's twenty one films. Dude. Wait, wait, there's okay. I'm sorry. Can you do the math again, please? My math was probably wrong. Don't kill me. Okay. Six. Oh, six. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Six in phase one. Six in phase two. Phase three I, has 11. Okay. So six and six is 12 plus 11 is 23. Oh, wow. I, I, I can't believe there's actually that many. I actually thought there was. And, 11. um, just for the record, guys, I do not have a math degree. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a communications degree. And joining us is, you know him, you love him, you can't live without him, our number one fan, Matt Hemsley. What is going Shout on, buddy? Matt Hemsley. And I, I hope you're good today. And yeah, 23. And we're going to rank all 23 of them, folks. Now, we know what you're thinking. Oh, God, this is going to be difficult. We're not gonna lie, it is. But yeah, actually, you, Bill, guys, if you agree, disagree, like if we rank a movie and you're like, okay, you know what, maybe this should have been higher or maybe this should have been lower, tell us why. Tell us why. If you agree with us, great. If you don't, that's fine. This is America. You could disagree with us if you want. <laughs> um, 
All right, so shall we get down to business? Can you share your screen? Because I have to do some technical stuff on my end. Is that cool? Uh, yeah, I have to. Um, can you uh, enable screen, screen sharing? I totally can. Hold on one second. Here Let me know. Okay, what do you want me to pull up? The uh, Marvel? I'll text it to you. So that way I can have it ready for you. We're totally unprepared tonight, but that's okay. Yeah, guys, we're sorry for the um that this looks like we're totally unprepared. Um That's all right. Okay, and we just wanna say uh, we're just we're just gonna be talking about like the the films. We're not gonna be talking about like the Agents of Shit. What like the Disney we're not going to be talking about like the Disney Plus shows or anything. It's just or the be- Netflix shows or Agents of Shit. Sorry. Anyways, we're, we're just going to be we're going to be talking about um. We're just going to be talking about the theatrical stuff, and I can now. Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay, let's see. Um, pay no attention to this. Um, oh my God, it's Bill. Okay, no. God, where is this damn thing? Sorry, dude. Got it. All right. So as you can see here on Bill's screen. Woohoo! I'm in charge. Okay. Yeah. So we got the all phases. And let's begin, shall we? Oh boy. So where do we begin, Bill? Where, what are you thinking? So, well, so we're going from so you want to go. From, we're, not, we're building up to our number one MCU film. This is going to be really a bitch to do. <laughs> I hate okay, to say. So, quoting oh, the quoting the quoting Drake. We're going to start from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> I know the whiteness is strong with this one. The whiteness is so strong. Okay. So, oh shoot! Nope. Nope. Dang it. Okay, guys, give me one second, please. You're good, dude. Don't worry. Okay, I oh I sh- I stopped the share screen. Um, um guys, give me one second. Um, We're totally winging it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Um Okay, share screen. Okay, we're here. All righty, here we go. Okay, so, so let's start from the bottom. So from 23 up until? One. Oh my God. Okay, so what do you think is the worst, is the bottom Marvel movie? I actually have an answer to that. And you wanna know what it is? Okay, and I have an answer too. Let's hear yours. Iron Man 2. I kind of agree with that. Um, I mean, I, I, to be com- to be honest, my my backing up points for that are because it was really like it was in the early phase of the MCU. It was really just trying to set up a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of setup. There were so many storylines. It was felt a little convoluted, truthfully. Yeah, because it did. Um, it really um didn't um what you call it um. It really, I think it was trying to, because that's when they introduced Nick Fury and that's when they introduced Nick Fury. No, actually, to, to be honest, they introduced Nick Fury and Iron Man one and credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good technical, yes. 
So I would say, um, yeah, I would say, to be honest, I barely remember it. Um, I only saw it like once or twice. But I can see why you would think it's at the bottom. Um, mine bottom, can I say what my bottom would probably be? Yeah, go ahead. For the Dark World. You know what? I kind of knew you were going to say that, to be completely honest with you. I just found it boring. It really was. And I I really liked the first Thor a lot. And I love the third. Thor, but, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So what should we put at number 23? Iron Man 2 or should we put Iron Man 2 or should we put... Um, well, I think at this point, we're just listening off each other's list. Like, what we, what, what, where are we going at the bottom? So... Okay, so, I would put at my 23, I would put Thor the Dark World. Okay, my number 23 would have to be Iron Man 2. Because that, by far, to me personally, is the weakest MCU movie. Personally. I mean, you're I Thor the Dark World. I think early on in the MCU, they started making mistakes with like Iron Man 2, Thor the Thor 2, you know what I mean? So, that's me, but... Yeah, my number 22 is, uh, we're going to do a flip here. I'm actually putting Iron Man 2 at number 22. Really? Okay. I just I barely remember it and I just didn't find it, you know. I just didn't really find it that entertaining in all honesty. Like, yeah, I don't think it's bad. Like I would say out of the three, it's probably the weakest. I would say it's probably mediocre. I would say it's like mediocre. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because my twenty number twenty two is Thor: The Dark World as well. Um, so we're, 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 our bottoms are basically flip flopped. Stop from the bottom. Now. Um, you know, the, the Iron Man two it is pretty forgettable out of all the MCU films, despite everyone knowing Iron Man now. I mean, let's be real; they only made three. They only made three uh, Iron Man films. If you think about it, look, look. Iron Man 3 kicked off Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then Thor. Then Ka So, look, honestly, Phase 2, let's face it, was off to a rocky start. I mean, initially, because everyone's like, oh, Iron Man 3 wouldn't do this. Iron Man 3 wouldn't do that. You know, Thor the Dark World, missed up Captain America and Winter Soldier. We'll get there in a little bit. But Okay, so what's your number 21? <sighs> Can you scroll up for a second? I'm the one just reading from the early, from the early days. Um, I'm going to say... can't say that huh uh actually you know what i'm gonna say truthfully uh, wait so my list goes iron man 2 thor the dark world in 23 to 20 to 1 um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say avengers age of ultron really yeah as, as my as that low yes because to be completely honest that film was probably the weakest Avengers movie. No, I kind of agree with you. And, I wouldn't put it that low, but I kind of agree with you. Uh, you know, making this list, it's going to be tough, dude. But uh, I'm going to say my number 21, right, is Avengers Age of Ultron. I'll get to my number 20 in a second. Okay, my number 21 is... Okay, I didn't put much thought into this, guys. We're just winging it. We're pretty much winging it. Um, My 21... Okay, is is um okay there's two i'll be honest there's two i actually haven't really seen what and I've, maybe i'll just put them in 21 and 20 just to you know yeah i yeah, do that yeah I, i'm gonna do that as well actually when you're done because i haven't there's only one mc film i have not seen and that is um 
I didn't. I actually didn't see the first Thor. Really? I've seen parts of it, but I've never seen the first one. It's really a father-son story. If you watch it for what it is, it's really good. Like I know what it's about, but yeah. And, and looking um, back, it's like wow, that's we've come a long way. <laughs> and the other one I didn't really see. I didn't see the actually the um the Incredible Hulk. That one was great. I'm gonna get to that in a second. Yeah, and then they replaced Edward Norton with um Mark Ruffalo. With Mark Ruffalo, and Which, by the way, Mark Ruffalo is the Edward Norton character. A lot of people forget that the Edward they didn't they never rebooted the Hulk. They didn't. The Hulk from so, the Avengers is the Edward Norton Hulk. It's just a different actor. So yeah, I'll say this um, with Thor, um, not with Thor with the Hulk because I did watch Doug Walker's Disney December of it when he did it a few years ago. Um, yeah, I think with the Hulk is at the end they did make RDJ himself made a cameo. Uh, yeah, he did at the very end. Because you know what? That shows like, hey, remember that thing we were teasing and at, at the end of Iron Man? Meaning, well, you know. Yeah, we're the Avengers. We're going to tease Avengers, it again. Remember that thing we were, because you know it was that thing when at the end of Iron Man when you have Nick Fury goes, we can use him part of our team. It it makes you just start think, oh, are they going to do it? Or are they maybe just teasing it? But yeah, when they did it in yeah. The Incredible Hulk, it was basically showing, hey, remember that thing we teased at the end of Iron Man? Guess what? We're doing that. We're, we're doing it. it. Yeah. We're, we're, we, that wasn't just a, oh, maybe we are, maybe we're not. That was a, we're doing this. Yeah. And of course, I'm sure we'll talk about that later on. But yeah, I, I just, I'm just putting these on the list because I've in this respective place, I've never really seen those two. So I'm sorry if that sounds like a cop out, but no, that's fine. Cause so what number are you on? You're on 20. I'm, I'm, I'm on number. Okay. Let's see. We did 23, 22. Okay. I did 21 and 20. So what's your number 20? And then I could do 19. Only because what you point out is true. I haven't seen black Panther. So I'm putting black Panther just cause I can't judge on it. What? Oh my God. <laughs> You're flipping out. Jackboard. Shame. 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 Yes, people. I have not seen the film that was nominated for Best Picture and made a billion dollars at the box office. Shame. I wonder if it was Marvel's one of Best. I'm sorry. I have not gotten around to it. I missed it when it came out in theaters. Forgive me. And I'm going to have to say Wakanda Forever. Um, rest in peace, Chad with Bozeman. We miss you. Yes, preach. Um, so, so what, what did I say? Black Panther, Black Panther, right? That sounds awful because I actually didn't see it. I feel bad. So my 20 is Black Panther. And actually, can I go to my number 19? Bill? Yeah, go to your number 19. I want to, uh, what is it again? I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm, I got to look at your list. Uh, number 19? Yes. Ant, wait, can you scroll down? What, what was the second Ant Man called? Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I want to put that at number, what is, what is it, number 19? Yeah. 19. Uh, I. So, and that, mind you, it does play, listen, it does, listen, they marketed it and set up as, oh, this sets up Avengers Infinity War. How does Ant-Man and the Wasp set up Avengers Infinity War? 
oh shit, that post-credit scene really set up Avengers Infinity War, but Thanos is going bloop. But honestly, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it, it was kind of forgettable. The villain was Ghost. Um, the it was a bit, it was a little weaker than I thought it would be. Um, but I, I I liked it overall. Like I liked all of them. Don't get me wrong. But like some I love more than others. But uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it was kind of forgettable at some points. But overall, it was still an enjoyable film to be to be completely honest. Yeah. And before I go on to my number 19, um, I have a message for our number one fan, Matt Hemsley. Okay. Matt, quote in Mission Impossible, your mission, say it with me, your mission, if you choose to accept it, accept it we want a full list of all 23 Marvel movies, and, and we want you to rank them for us. <laughs> but if you haven't seen all 23, just, oh, well, you know what? I'm feeling generous today. Give us your top ten. Feeling generous. We will make you through go through the torture we're going through right now. So um, just give us your top ten. Or if you really can't do top ten, give us a top five. Yeah. Um. Give us a top ten, Matt. Do you accept this mission? Oh boy, God, Bill. <laughs> oh God, uh, Matt's gonna hate me for this. Probably. But anyway, um. Well, but what's your uh, so what's your number nineteen? Okay, my number nineteen. Back to me. Okay. My number 19 Bill. is I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to say um, Doctor Strange. Interesting. Okay. It's just, no, no, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. It's just that maybe I wasn't really whole used to the whole mysticism thing. Like the whole mystical, like the more fantasy realm. Yeah, I mean I liked it a lot. I saw it in theaters. And I, I think Benedict Cumberbatch was good. I think maybe I, I need to watch it again. But I actually really did like it. I liked it, but it's not one of my favorites. Actually, uh, yeah, well. I liked it quite a bit, truthfully, but that's me. You're number 18? Uh, and Matt says he'll give a top five. Okay. Okay, Matt, whatever you're comfortable doing. Number 18? Yeah. What did I already say? Eighteen. I'm gonna say. Wow. This is hard. Uh, eighteen. Can you scroll for a sec, Bill? Probably the Incredible Hulk. Okay. Uh, or no, uh, yeah, The Incredible Hulk. Because I have my next one. The Incredible Hulk is a great movie. I I remember I didn't see it in theaters, but it was so good. It actually people forget, like we said, it's Edward Norton is Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is Edward Norton. It's the same character, just a different actor. Um, and I thought Edward Norton did a great job um, with Marvel and on that Hulk film. He he actually was really great. Um, I liked it quite a bit, actually. Um, especially the the end fight with Abomination and all that stuff. So it's great. I really love it. I loved it quite a bit, so. Um, and I, it was plus it was like early on in the MC, where it was early enough where not many people would like, like, wow, what is this? You know what I mean? So. So yeah, what do you think? What, what's your number eighteen, Bill? Right, eighteen. Yeah. My number eighteen is. 
I should have put this at number 19 instead of Dr. Strange, but oh well. It, well, we'll call it an auxiliary pick. But anyway, um, my number 18 is Ant-Man. You know, it's funny. I, that's like next on my list. <laughs> I just kind of found it, the first half of the movie, I just kind of found it boring. Yeah. I was, talking, I was legit having this conversation today, actually, now that I think about it, with a colleague of mine at my work. She's like, you seen the good movies lately? I'm like, you know what? Not, really, not lately, because, you know, not nothing in theaters, but nothing on Netflix either. And I started talking to her about Nef, about uh, about Ant-Man for some reason. I forget why. But uh, she was like, Ant-Man? What's that? I said, oh, it's a Marvel hero. And we were talking about how we like, dude, there, there's a scene in the Ant-Man movie that actually made me piss myself laughing in the theater. And what scene was that? Remember the part where, the, where he throws the uh, uh, Pym particle on the train? Yeah. And in the train, the Thomas the Tank Engine like becomes the size of the house and goes, oh, no. <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. Uh, I really thought it was a great com- a com- comedic-, comedic step for the MCU. I, that's why I like I, I'm just commenting on your thing, but yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like the second half I thought was good. Like one line that I always find funny is when they're at, um, when he's working for, for Baskin Robbins and he goes, Oh, that was great. We know you got arrested for that. Goes, How do you know that? Baskin Robbins knows everything. <laughs> that was great. I remember that. That's so true. Baskin Robbins knows everything, JT. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I've never been to a Baskin Robbins, so I can't really speak on that matter. I've been to no, Ben and Jerry's, though. That's good. I okay, but yeah, that's my number 18 is Ant-Man. I just, I, I did like Michael Douglas when they were, um, I do like that scene when, like, when he has a suit on and Michael Douglas like, okay, Scott, we'll keep in touch. Wait, no, I don't want to keep in touch. Mm. <laughs> uh, my 17 is Ant-Man now that we're talking about it. Um, since I just, I'm keeping track of the chat board with Matt. Uh, 17 is Ant-Man. Ant-Man. As I just said, that train scene still I think about it to this day, and it was so funny. Um, and I had that 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 made me have a great time in the theater. Um, with that, um, with that uh, that one scene alone, it was so funny. <laughs> the, the comedic timing of that was priceless, and then really they marketed it as like a, a comedic superhero movie, which was great. Yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd and what's his face, Louis. Oh, what's his friend's name? The actor. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, Michael Pinella or something. Michael like Pena. Pene- oh, yeah, Pene- I love when he's going. So I'm there, and, the, and he's like, tell him, can you just get to the point, please? And it's like, okay, the point. <laughs> he's so, that, that I actually, I had a lot of fun. I had a fun time. I might have to re-rank Ant-Man, but uh, probably not. But um, all right. So that was number 17. Number No, it's 16. my number 17. Uh, uh, okay. It's, it's my number 17, too, but yeah. No, no, wait. Ant-Man was my number 18. I'm going to my number 17. You're, yeah, sorry, you're going to your number 17, yeah. Okay, you know what my number 17 is? Which one? Oh, Captain Marvel. I forgot about that. Yeah, I just... I think that was trying to be, like, Marvel's Wonder Woman. In a sense, yeah. But... In all honesty, okay, I say this about a lot of movies I don't like. I kind of found this kind of boring again. I know you mentioned this before in a separate a separate thing we talked about, but um. I just didn't I just didn't particularly care for it. I was um 
I actually went to the to the late night show and when it came out. But I just I just didn't find this entertaining. Well, okay, I don't think it was bad, but I just I barely remember it. So, okay. yeah, that's where I put um Captain Marvel. All right. Okay. Um next, what is your number 16? My number 16. What do we do? Uh, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say my number 16 is. Huh. It's harder than I thought. Uh, 16 would have to be Dr. Strange. You see how hard this is, folks? Dr. Strange, probably. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, he was introduced later on in the MCU. Mm-hmm. But he was like. I love the film, but as as time has gone on, I actually began to think that it has gone down a little bit in quality. But that's nothing against the director, because the director was a horror director and he did the best he could with it. I really liked it quite a bit when it came out. But does it is it like one of my favorite Marvel films? To be honest, not really. So I'm putting it probably down there at number sixteen for me is Doctor Strange. Bill, what's your sixteen? Okay, my number 16, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So it's higher than Ant-Man for you. Yeah, I actually just found this movie more entertaining. I agree. I actually found them I actually found this movie way more entertaining. Um I felt like it was just a lot of fun. Really, I mean like the Ant-Man films are great. They are fun, they are entertaining. You know, I felt like it was just a lot of fun. That's good. Uh, if you had fun with it, great. So, what am I on now? Fifteen. Um, we're on fifteen. It's going smoother than I thought it would go. I know, right? <laughs> I thought it'd be a lot worse. I'm gonna say my number fifteen is Captain Marvel. Okay. Because, because not because. Not because it's like, it's hard to explain. Not because of, oh man. Like, honestly, Captain Marvel, I had a lot of fun with it. I really did. I liked a lot. I loved it in theaters, truthfully. I really did. Um, but did it, does it hold up? Yeah. Does it hold up as well as, uh, as other MCU films? Like, let's say Iron Man or the first Captain America or the first, Ca- or first you know, Avengers film? Probably not in comparison. So I'm putting my number 16 as Captain Marvel. 15, 15, 15. Sorry, 15. Okay. What's your number 15? My number 15 is, this is a bit of a controversial choice, but my number 15 is Iron Man 3. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tell me why. (laughs) There's so many of those movies. You're going to forget some. Um, yeah, 15. I really, yeah, I really liked Iron Man 3. Actually, no, I didn't love it. I thought it was okay. I think it's the second best of the series. I think so. But, um, like, with the, like, it actually made it darker how Tony is dealing with, you know, the PTSD from New York. And then the scene that Justin hates the Mandarin with Ben Kingsley. (laughs) That bait and switch thing was crazy. And then, Oh, I am the Mandarin. 
He and wants that, to see a real Mandarin someday. So I, I thought Iron Man 3, I think it's the second best of the series. I thought it was okay. I think with Shang-Chi, we're going to get the real Mandarin. Oh, bet we all can't wait for that, folks. <laughs> I was like, ben Kingsley returns as the Mandarin. I am the Mandarin. <laughs> God. Uh, I forgot about Iron Man 3. Remember 14? 14. I, I, I actually cried at the end of Iron Man 3. Now that I think about it, but... um. Can you scroll for a sec? Oh, how can I forget? Okay, number seven, uh, 14 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay. And nothing. And I loved Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out. I was one of the only people wondering, like, why is Marvel making a movie about a tree and a raccoon? <laughs> the hell? Like, what the fuck? So, anyways, so they're doing it. And the first trailer comes out on Jimmy Kimmel because Chris Pratt is on. And I'll never forget this. I was up really, really, really late watching. And I was like, this is a great fucking trailer. And it got, it got me hooked. And then they talked about it on Movie Talk the next day. Rip Movie Talk, just letting you know. Um, the reason why I do this in the first place is because of Movie Talk. Um, ah, man, Guardians of the Galaxy. But Volume 2 was a small step down. It was still great. It was still fun. Still James Gunn, all that stuff. But this was a slight step down in comparison. You'd agree? I can't. Yeah, I would agree with you. So, but the first one was great. The first one was so great. I, I'm going to put the, I'm gonna, that might be next, depending on how far we go, because like we're on 14 right now for me. So, anyways, Bill, what's your number 14 of the MCU? My number 14 is Avengers Age of Ultron. Really? That high? Yeah, I would. Listen, I think of the Avengers movie, it's probably the weakest, but I don't think it's necessarily bad. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think it was bad, but no, Iron Man 2, I thought it was bad. Thor of the Dark World was like just a step above that. The rest, you got to filter. I thought that, I thought it was, I thought it was bad. And I didn't think it was bad. It's just, you know, compared to what we had and then what we're getting, and then what we got later, I think it's just kind of the weaker, but I liked it. It was. Especially when we saw Vision for the first time. That was great. He was the best part of that movie. He absolutely was. Like Joss Whedon introduced that character so well. And how can we forget, plug for those of you who have not seen Avengers Age of Ultron, the two of you that haven't, you know, shame. Um, shame. It's the, it's the great Marvel movie. Remember the theme scene where Captain America picks up Thor's hammer? Yeah. Or is about to, and Thor's like, Thor's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Captain America's like, and he just slightly moves it, and we're like, what? <laughs> and then he actually does it in Endgame with the heart, purest heart or whatever. Oh, my God. That's great. Okay. So that's my number 14. What's your number 13? Number 13? What ones did we not list yet? Hold on. Uh, actually, no, Iron Man 3. Did I list Iron Man 3 yet? No. You did not say Iron Man 3 yet. No. Uh, I'm going to say Iron Man 3. I actually, I loved Iron Man 3 when it came out. I was addicted to the trailers. I was addicted to, I thought it was darker. It was addicted. A lot of people called it Tony Stark 3, but I loved the whole aspect of him, like his suits, like falling apart and all this crap and all this stuff. I thought it was great, but not everyone did. So, but I thought it was the best, one of the, I thought it was one of the, the better films that year, to be honest. So it's 2013, yeah. I think, right? Okay, my number 13. Okay, I got to think about this one for a second, guys. Right now we're getting <laughs> This is the easy parts out of the way. <laughs> top, we're almost in the top 10, dude. I know. 
My number 13. I have my next one, so we're good. Probably going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Wow. Okay. So we're kind of like neck and neck with that in a sense. Yeah. I liked it. I I will admit I kind of like the first one better. Yeah. But here's what I will say. I think I think the first one from a com- – I think the second one, I think the comedy is better than in the first one. Oh, for sure. And I really do like the twist and kind of the, um, you know, the emotional scene between Udon, I think his name is. Yeah. You know what I got to just say? Can, can I just butt in for a second? About you can butt in for more than a second. Okay. Thank you. One of the best parts of that movie that they really did not explore that much was Adam Warlock. Yeah, you're right. And now he was such a great, they, they were focusing so much on Peter's part and how it was like, what's his face? Um, from um, Escape from New York. Yeah. yeah. The actor. Yeah, I don't remember his name. I forgot his name. Uh, uh, oh, um, some 80s action dude. I forget, I forget his name. Why am I forgetting his name? Chatboard, help me out. <laughs> um, no, no. Um, they were so focused on Peter's dad, they, they kind of like brushed over that like Adam Warlock part where like the Guardians are with the Adam Warlock people. Yeah. That shit was so like literally ripped out of Ripped out of the comics. Ripped out. I love that scene too, but yeah, go on. So that was that was your number 13, right? 13, yeah. and also my favorite part, you have to do it, Taser Face! And then Rocket was like, Rocket's like, Taser Face? Come on, it's metaphorical! <laughs> How can we forget Sylvester Stallone was in that too? Yeah, what part was, yeah, he was at the end of the, um... He was in the beginning of it. Yeah. He's one of like the rogue huntman or hunts guy or whatever, which is funny because he was almost Han Solo back in the seventies. Yeah, and we all remember the part that makes us cry in that movie. He may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Yeah, that's... I dare you folks to watch that scene without crying. It was so fun though. All right. And father and son by Cat Stevens plays. Uh, okay, your number thirteen, and uh, my number twelve. You're number 12. See, folks, we're knocking these out like boom. This is not working out, though. But Guardi- now the hard, the hard ones are coming. My number 12 is actually Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Really? I And I, that's no disrespect to the quality of that film, but it does not. I, there's so many more above it to me. Like, I hate that this. Is, we're getting hard, man. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So. You are Guardians forgiven of your sins. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. It comes out in um, 2014, right? Yes. Um, sorry, hold on. Uh, basically, sorry, we're just I'm just fixing something. So. Uh, basically, uh, listen, the thing with the, oh, I lost my complete train of thought. Bill, what was I talking about? You were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I completely drew a blank there. Forgive me. Garden, I'm just, I'm looking up for myself here. Guardians of the Galaxy was such a fun movie, and I thought it was a great introduction to the MCU, but it did, to me, it wasn't like, it didn't hold up as like this, like, it held, it held up quite a bit as a great fun action sci-fi film. <laughs> But it just wasn't like, I don't know, this is tough. I'll tell you the truth, this is tough. 
no, no, I understand. I totally understand. Yeah. And James Gunn made it work. So he did it. You beat He did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why would you do that? Because I can. Oh, yeah, right. This is America <laughs> because I can. Oh, God. All right, fine. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to get a shirt. And guess what it's going to say? Because because I can. It's gonna it's get. Okay, I'm gonna get a shirt that says, "Because I can." <laughs> Not if I beat you to it. Yeah, you know what? Get the "Because I Can" shirt from the Super Review Show store. That's on our podcast dish T-shirt. I, that's our next shirt that we're gonna make. Because uh, we can. I know. You know why? Because I can. <laughs> um. I'm not making that a shirt for real. All right, anyways, the Guardians okay. of the Galaxy, Matt Hambly pointed out in the chat where the Guardians of the Galaxy has a fantastic soundtrack. It no, I agree. I agree with you, dude. Buddy, I agree with you. It's so great. I, um, I love weird. that opening. And you know, I'll talk about it when I get to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, oh, boy. All right. So, anyways, okay. my number 12 is Guardians of the Galaxy. What's your number 12? Okay. My number 12. This is hard. Oh, God. This is actually really tough. <laughs> no. My number 12 is going to have to be um Oh god, I I'm drawing a blank. Um My number 12 is crap. <laughs> no, it's not crap. Um <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Ah, this is a tough one. Um Okay. Um, my number 12 is, sorry guys, give me a second, please. Um, my number 12 is, I hate to put it lower on the list, but my number 12 is Spider-Man Homecoming. I didn't even get to those yet, so. Oh, because here's what I will say about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. I like how this is. What I and you've heard me say this like a couple times. Um, what I liked about Spider Man Homecoming is that they don't do the same story over and over again. Oh, of course, like you know, from what we saw in Civil War, what I like is when, when they take from here on in, he's already Spider Man. Oh, yeah, there's no origin story, he's already Spider Man. We don't have to deal with Uncle Ben or great power comes great responsibility again. Like it, 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 it's like I felt like the Marvel was saying, you know what? You've seen the story a thousand times. We're just gonna skip it and just get to when he's Spider-Man. And and yeah, I will admit he's a little immature in the movie, but yeah, he's a kid, and they portray him as a kid. Yeah. And I like how they went this route of portraying him as younger. And. I think, you know, you've heard me say it. I think Tobey Maguire is the best Peter Parker. I think Andrew Garfield is the better Spider-Man, but I think Tom Holland does good as both of them. And, he was great, dude. And also, I really like Michael Keaton as the as the vulture. He was really good. Yeah, and he was... <laughs> it was just... And I think the way it started now... Because here's what I felt. I feel like the Rainy movies and even the Mark Webb movies, I feel like they went, they started off too strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Like, 
in the Rami movies, for example, they already they did Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Sandman. And then they did Sandman, Lizard, and the new no, Goblin. No, 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 they did New Goblin, Sandman, and uh, Venom. And and Venom. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, Venom. They didn't do, but um, yeah, but they were actually thinking about Spider-Man Four being the Vulture. I'm sorry, when you already did the heavy hitters, that's kind of a bit of a step down. Yeah. Plus, they did them in like they did them in such an order that was like literally. And you you kind of picture like oh the most iconic villain after iconic villain after iconic villain. Yeah, but I think or how with um the web movies how they started with um the lizard and then they did um they did Electro mm-hmm. and a small cinch of the new of the Green Goblin. Yeah. But I like how they're starting with Vulture something you know something small but i think michael keaton did a great job yeah no i think i think he i think he did yeah so okay that's number, number 12 11? yeah time for number 11 my number 11 is actually spider-man far from home really i said that i didn't like it or anything and i'm sorry i put it lower than this is hard <laughs> listen guys so we just want to give a okay we're, we're doing this like right on the fly here, so... Yeah, forgive us. So this list may change. Maybe one day we'll do a more orderly list. One day. We'll come up with a list. Okay, but you know what? I think next week, I think the DCEU is going to be a lot easier because there's fewer movies. Yeah, that might be a little bit easier. Yeah, because there's not as many of them as, as Marvel. So we are taking time out of our days to do this for you folks. We hope you all appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. Hey, go on. So why is... Um... <laughs> um, all right. Uh, 11 was Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home, I thought was a great post-Endgame world like feel to it and all that stuff. It still felt like a Spider-Man movie. At the same exact time, you know, did we need... Did we need to end the MCU phase with a, a the post Endgame movie? Endgame was the perfect ending. Oh, that was a perfect way to end it. I mean, Tony Stark is dead. Spoilers for the one person who hasn't seen it. Um, shame, but you know what I mean. So I have no idea. This is tough. But like, I'm gonna say at this point we're just ranking them as like how we feel. All right. So, anyways, my number eleven is Spider Man: Far From Home. What's your number eleven, Bill? My number 11 is, okay, this was one of the first big ones. Now, I know which, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail for not putting this in the top 10. But my number 11 is Captain America, the first Avenger. Really? Yeah, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. It was great. I felt like it was, out of the Captain America movies, I feel like this was probably the weakest. Not that it was bad. I just felt like, Actually, I think that's kind of a compliment because the other two got stronger and got better. And yeah, that's true. And then the same director stayed on for Avengers uh, Infinity War and Endgame. So, so yeah, but, you know, I like the origin story. And, mm. you know, Red Skull, though, was a little, eh. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Red Skull was a little, um, eh. Um, but I did like the movie and... Who's strong to save here to break the American way? Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm gonna, I'll get to when I get to when I mentioned Captain America, the first Avenger, but like, honestly, out of the trilogies of Marvel, it's probably the strongest one of them. Oh, I agree. I agree. The Captain America trilogy is great. I really I kind of agree with you. I mean, like Iron Man, Thor. We'll, we'll get that in a second. But sooner there's going to be an Ant-Man trilogy. <laughs> oh, God, no. All right. Number 10. We're getting to the top 10, folks. Woo! Some of you might like us. Some of you might hate us. All right. Wow. Number 10. What have I not mentioned yet? Number 10, Spider-Man Homecoming. Getting that out of the way. I did not hate it. Uh, I did not. I, I really liked I really liked it a lot. But does it rank up with Iron Man for me? No. Does it rank up with the Avengers for me? No. Does it rank up with Thor Ragnarok for me? No. So that's why 10 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Bill, what's your number 10? My number 10 this is, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Good one. I just really, I remember when it first came out, I was like you. I was like, what the fuck is this? What's Marvel doing? I'm like, and I remember Ju Justin was like, Marvel will be able to print their own money when they're done with this. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's so stupid. <laughs> I was so, I had such a good time with this movie. I did too. I love them. I love Quill, aka Star-Lord. Oh, he's Gamora, Of course. I am Groot. I am Groot. Oh, that's really bad. And then my personal, and then I love Rocket. Oh, with Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket. Right Attention, here. idiots. We're going to break out of here. <laughs> if you don't release, I am giving you to the count of three, or I'm going to blow you all up. And I, rocket, rocket. No, no. It's cool, we're cool, man. Look. Oh. Oh, hey, Willie. What? Um, I I really like this movie. It was so fun. I just had such a good time with it. It was a great time in the theater. I just had so much fun. And... Yeah, that is my number 10, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, number nine. It's the final countdown. Sorry, I got into it. Oh, my God. Shit. You're forgiven. Number nine? Number nine. Number nine. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Really? I know people are like people at home. The three people at home are like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Guess what? That's my number nine as well. No way! Oh, no! Oh, five. Virtual five. Come on. Virtual five. Lovely. So can I? Can perfect. I... It's perfect. It's so funny. We both put that there. Oh my god. Thor Ragnarok is a funny story. So I saw it in theaters and I expected it to suck. I really did. After Thor Thor the Dark World, we're like, oh, I don't know, man. Thor fucking Ragnarok. Oh my god. I remember when they saw the Hulk and Thor's like, yeah! 
I was cracking up in the whole audience. Even in the movies, like, we know each other. He's a friend from He's work. A friend of mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a gr- that was a really that stepped up past Thor one and two for me. That was a step up. It was so- that was like. Okay, like here's what I say. What we just said about the Captain America trilogy, I feel the Thor trilogy is kind of the opposite. I feel like first one from what I heard is okay. Second one is and then the third one is Yeah. Yeah, you be. <laughs> you know, you know what my favorite character that I love Korg. Yes, Korg was great. Oh my and, god. And going. I'm Korg. I'm just a little rock joke. Uh, just don't have, unless you you have scissors. You know, little rock paper scissor humor there. I'm Korg. I'm the leader of around these parts, and this is my very good friend Meat. Bill, shame and, that in the chat board. What was that? Chat board, my friend. Oh no! Did Matt say something in the chat board? <laughs> I started watching it. Oh, come on! Seriously? Did you get to Korg? Did you get to Korg? Let us know if you got to Korg. (laughs) I love Oh, the Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson. I thought she was awesome. It was great. Are you Korg? Uh, Who wants to know? Well, you want to know. The God of Thunder, the Lord of Thunder sends this best. The revolution has begun. (laughs) I love that part when they're playing. When they're fighting the goddess of death, and that scene when they're playing the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin, the ah, ah, like yes, like it is just such a strange film, but it is just so much fun. And then at the end with Core going, "We will rebuild it. It will be a haven." Boom. And then, and then um. Thor goes, so, uh, Meek, where'd you grow up? Oh, Meek's dead. I stepped on him. <laughs> or, or earlier, earlier. Oh, Thor has, right, Thor? Oh, yeah. Thor's dead. <laughs> that movie was so fun. Oh, uh, I had a blast. I had a blast with that film. And it really but, yeah, that is my number nine, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, he did get, okay. Dude, you need to get to Korg. Get to Korg. Get then to come Korg. Off. Get come to off Korg. Was what you get to Korg. Right now, literally, stop what you're doing right now. Go watch Thor Ragnarok and get to Korg and then come back to us. Or you can do it tonight, whenever you want to do it. That's your business. But, um, yeah, that's my number nine, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Mine, too. My number okay. eight. <laughs> oh, man. Number, what did I say? Number eight. What? Number Ocho. Uh, Okay. I have an idea of where this is going for me. Number eight for me. Damn. I don't. This is hard. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Really? That low on the list? It's in the top 10. Okay. Okay. For now, okay. No, no, here, I'll explain why in a sec. I'll explain why when I get to it. Listen, I had a lot of fun watching these guys play these characters and roll out the fun in all of us and have a sad, emotional, crazy time at the theater with Thanos and all this crap. 
it was amazing. I loved it, but it does not hold a candle to, to the, the other films I'm about to mention. But go on. Uh, with, with my number eight, or yeah, yeah, you you give your number eight, and I'll explain why I listed Avengers Endgame at that low. That low in a second. Okay, my number eight is actually Spider-Man: Far From Home. Really? Yeah, I actually really? thought. Okay, like here's the thing. Um. Here's why I put Spider-Man Far From Home higher than Spider-Man Homecoming. I like Spider-Man Homecoming. Don't get me wrong. Um, the thing is with Spider-Man Far From Home is I feel like we see more development as Peter turning into Spider-Man. Like, you know, the first one I thought it was a good way. And like, here's the thing. I, I also, I really like Zendaya as a love interest. She was great. I mean, let's face I it. I thought she was just... She's like that. At like she didn't really have that big of a part in the first one. She was kind of like that girl who just like sends out those spits those annoying things. But then you're like, and then like at the end she goes, "What's your name?" Uh, MJ. I'm like thinking, "Oh, is that okay, guys? That's not Mary Jane Watson." It's okay, guys. It's okay. Breathe. And also, I just I thought she had just so much more character. Um, I felt like the way it's described best is if John Hughes directed a Spider-Man movie. Um, <laughs> but I, but what I really like is because okay, spoiler. This is after Endgame, so Tony Stark went bye bye. Um, um, I just really liked how at the um, how at the end, um, on a, not the. I just really like how he does develop, but he doesn't lose his character as, you know, the young Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like when Nick Fury finds him and says, hey, I need your help. And he goes, oh, I just want to go hang out with MJ. It's like, I've said this before, and I'm sorry, JT, I have to reiterate an old point here. Um, Because um, here's the thing. He can get away with this because he's young. You can get away with that because he's younger. If that was, you know, Toby Maguire, <laughs> yeah, or Andrew Garfield, who was like in there, you know, Toby Maguire, the first Spider-Man, he was supposed to be like, you know, end of high school, beginning of college, yeah. And he was like, I think it was like, I think he was like in his late twenties, early thirties when he did the first one. Um, I think Andrew Garfield was like in his mid to late twenties. If it was them, you'd be like, oh, guys, grow up. <laughs> it'd be like guys grow up suck it up and go save the world but but with tom holland when he does that you can you can forgive him like you can forgive him you understand you know you understand why he's like that and that's why portraying spider-man as young i think was actually a very very good choice yeah because <clears throat> you empathize with him like you know he wants to be like I feel like he's more developed than he was in Homecoming because in Homecoming he was just swinging around having fun, but now he's like maturing and he's like he's becoming more mature and he's like and he's like yeah he he understands his responsibility and he didn't need Uncle Ben's help for that one. Nope. And <laughs> but you feel like he still has that childish way but it's actually kind of charming it's not annoying uncle ben versus the world <laughs> best of peace uncle ben we miss you
Sorry. All right, so that's my case on um, Spider-Man Far From Home. So what's your for ranking Avengers Endgame lower and then get to your number eight? Uh, number eight. Oh, number seven, I mean, number seven. My number seven, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to say Avengers Infinity War. Oh, God, guess what? Are we matching again? We're matching again. <laughs> oh, my God, it's like a dating app. <laughs> Oh my god, you totally swiped right on me! You swiped right on my choice! <laughs> so where are we getting coffee? Oh my god, let's go watch <laughs> Avengers Endgame. <laughs> let's go watch Avengers Infinity War, then the Avengers Endgame, and then let's go over to some takeout. There's someone creating a meme of us right now. I don't know. Oh god, like... Oh, Hold on, I just want to say what matt said i agree it's better than homecoming monsieur is one of the best mcu villains and today it was a great love interest talking about spider-man far from home so when are we gonna go so when are we gonna go get chinese food together and then go watch avengers endgame i already had chinese tonight why don't we get pizza for the weekend <laughs> i gotta go yeah, let's go get pizza and watch it <laughs> guys it looks like we both swiped right on <laughs> <laughs> the same thing so my Number seven is Avengers Infinity War because not <laughs> sorry, not because I hated it or I, I, I'm surprised I'm ranking it this high because I, look, to be honest, it still was awesome. It was kind of like what you would want to see in an Avengers film since day one. They're battling out all these villains. There's an alien invasion, you know, the first movie. But the second movie, there's like literally like 20 or 30 Avengers just running around killing off Thanos' guys, which was awesome. I was like, bring me Thanos! That was so great. <laughs> so funny. Okay, my reason, okay. I liked Infinity War as well. Um, you know what? Because one, it was Thanos. It was just the big buildup. It was just such a big and glorious buildup. Oh, it literally reminded me of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. And because at that. the because you know he was seen at the end of all the other movies, and like, and when Infinity War was coming, we're like, holy shit! We actually, we actually, we were actually gonna see him. Yeah. And what I like is. He's not like a oh, he's not just like a bad guy. You understand his motivation. Like he wants yeah. to bring back balance to the universe. The best the best part of uh, one of the best lines in Avengers Infinity War was Chris Pratt. He's like, shut up, nutsack chin. <laughs> Do you remember? Like his not has got like a, his chin looks like a nutsack. Anyway. Or when Groot's talking, you wait, you speak Groot? Yes, it was an elective on Osgard. <laughs> And then, but, but, you know, it wasn't just, I think it was a big step up from, you know, guy saves the girl, everything's great. This didn't have a happy ending. This had honest to God consequences. Yeah, no, for real. It was. And then like, did you, how much was it? All of them. Oh yeah. And then it just, I think it just was, I think it was just awesome. And. I'm never going to get the memes that was going around when this movie comes. Hashtag Thanos demands your silence. That was the greatest. 
And I remember when Justin and I did a review, I'm going to tell you everything, spoilers and everything. And then I get a text, like, uh, hold on, Justin. I, oh, shit, I got a text. Okay, we're not going to do spoilers. And he goes, why? He goes, and then I showed it to him. He goes, as a joke, he goes, oh, we can't do that. He goes, what? Thanos demands our silence. <laughs> and then he goes, well, uh, this is going to cost me. I don't know if my plan covers intergalactic text data. Um, but, yeah, and just, did you get, I'm like, oh, all of it. I'm like, fantastic. I thought this was fantastic. Okay, what's your number six, my friend? Captain America Civil War. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it had the, what did you like about it? It was like the first real like setup for the end game stuff, you know? It really was. I mean, like Captain America Civil War was like a setup for a lot of other stuff in the MCU. It really was. It really was. And we had the debut of Spider-Man. Yeah. And a certain character, which I will talk about in a second, but go on. Yeah. And it was like, and um it, I, to me it felt like more like a Captain America movie with Civil War elements. Because uh, if you really think about it, it was like the main civil war like battle part was what like a, a third act. Yeah, you know what some people are calling it Avengers two point five. Yeah, it, pretty much. It's a Captain America movie with civil war elements. That's what I, that's what I said in my initial review of it. Actually, now that I think about it. So I, yeah, I. Yeah, that's a. I think it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, so that's my number. What did I say? Six. Wow, six. it's the final countdown, baby. Yeah. Okay, so you ready for my number six? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> did we swipe right? No, we swiped left this time. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, what do we got? My number six is Black Panther. Wow. Okay. I. And we all need to shame JT for not seeing it. Um, actually, please judge. No, don't judge silently. Judge as loud as you want. But anyway. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I just, the lore of this movie about the Black Panther and what it does in the, the village and just Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger was like the best villain. One of the best villains in the MCU. I still haven't seen it. Thanks a lot. And I won't give too many spoilers, JT. Thank you. But, you know, Chadwick Boseman, again, may he rest in peace, did an absolute phenomenal job. Yeah. Wakanda forever. And, wow, it was just... And I think it's the the first MCU movie to be nominated for a for Best, a picture. best picture. That really shows how far it's come. I know, it's come a long way, dude. And... A long way from those writing boards that said Iron Man on it. So, so I am going to say that was that is worthy of the number six spot on this list. And like I said, Michael B. Jordan, one of my favorite actors. I thought he was great as Killmonger. Okay, what's your number five? 
It's the final countdown. Literally the top five. Wow. Hold on. What I, oh, man. Wrong. This is hard. I, I know. It's so difficult. Can you scroll up for a second? Just a little bit. Okay, scroll down. Okay, I have my one and two. I'm just trying to think of the last three. Uh, why did I not list? Hold on. Okay, I got it. All right. Number five for me is actually Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, guess what? We swiped right. Yeah, let's go. We swiped, we swiped right. What are we getting on our pizza, JT, for our date? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? Do you want pepperoni or buffalo chicken? I like buffalo chicken. Let's get that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number five is Captain Hopefully Andrea does not mind you flirted with me. No, I'll get to that at the end of the show. We're just joking, guys. We're just having some fun. <laughs> I'll get to that at the end of the show. All right. So five is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. This movie took me by a surprise storm. I was floored when I saw this movie. I actually, because I only knew Captain America is like the World War II guy. He's in the Avengers, whatever. Then they, this movie comes out. It's a 70s spy thriller like aspect to it. The Russo brothers did an incredible job. The fight scenes are better than the Dark Knights. I'm saying that right now. You're saying that right now? The fight scenes, the fight choreography in Captain America, the Winter Soldier are better than the Dark Knights. By far. By far. Ooh. Because the actual, like, the actual, like, uh, the actual fights are well received. They're well choreographed. They they actually look like they're actually fighting between Winter Soldier and Captain America. It looks like a real fight, like a real like intense tough guy fight. The Dark Knight, it's, he's a pussy. So oh, you pissed off a lot of people for saying that. I'm glad I did because they're that's the weakest part of those films is the fighting. Weakest part. That's all separate thing. All right, number five for me is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Bill, and that's tell me my why. number, and that's my number five too. That's my number five as well. Yeah. Um, that is my number five as well. And um, I just want to say, Matt Hemsley's number five is Iron Man three and Spider Man Far From Home. And he says, "Sorry for the tie." And his bottom three, um, yeah, sorry, we're um, we're stalling here. Um, are his bottom three. Okay, I can't really. Okay, his number, his bottom three were. I can't find it right now. Um, it's okay. I'll okay, it. but anyway, his number five is Iron Man three and Spider Man Far From Home. Okay, but what I'll say, Captain America: Winter Soldier. In a way, it's kind of darker than the other Captain America. Yeah. No, the first one was very, very, very good. I'll get to it in a little bit. But well, you know, I like when you see at the. When you see when he's talking to um agent carter and she's old and yeah. then you realize like i don't think it's a bleak film but you realize like all his um 
you know, since he has that immortality thing, you know, all everyone he knew was gone. Yeah, all of his friends are dead. And and then, you know, the reveal of Bucky Barnes back as the Winter Soldier. And Falcon. How can we forget Falcon? Oh, Falcon. He was great. And he's like, you got to listen to this Marvin Gaye album, make you feel like a young man again. He goes, okay. And he has like all these things written down in the book, Star Wars, Nirvana. What did I miss? <laughs> but um, I thought it was actually great. Yeah, I loved it. And that scene you're talking about, I completely forgot about until you mentioned it with it. Like, oh, I gotta, I don't get that reference. I gotta write that down. Okay, yeah, it was great. It shows he's old. He doesn't know much because he was in the ice for like 70 years. Because, you know, being in the ice for 70 years will do that shit to you. <laughs> exactly. All right, top four. Here we go. Are you ready for my number four? I am ready for your number four. Oh, wait, by the way, Matt's bottom three were Iron Man 2, Ant-Man, and Captain Marvel. Those were his bottom three. Okay, life can resume. Your number four? Can you scroll up for a second? I just want to see it. I can't I, I can't see all of them. Did I, did I list the first Thor? Hold on. Give me a second. I did. I don't know if you did. Did I? Did we talk about that? No, I completely skipped over it. All right, whatever. So anyways, my number four, did I? That sounds right. Look, oh, one second. I want to make sure I don't get this wrong. I'm just checking my notes, making sure I'm right. All right. I did not list this, but I'm doing it right now. Number four is Thor. Okay. Here's why. I know you haven't seen it, Bill, so I'm going to have to comment on this one. The film itself is less, it's a, yes, it's a superhero film. It came out in 2011 and all this stuff, but Chris Hemsworth nailed that role, first off. Second off, it's a father-son story. Um, if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. And the director's Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh uh, is a great actor slash director. He's brilliant in his job. He was the per. The first Thor is fantastic. It also introduced Coulson and Hawkeye into the universe and whatnot. No, no, not Agent Coulson. It introduced Hawkeye. Uh, it introduced Jane Foster, a small town. It was great. I actually, the first Thor is a really fun, like if, you, if you're looking for like just a father-son story in a, like a different setting than just like a regular, hey, you know, you kind of suck today or whatever, like a very typical movie, watch Thor because it's about fathers and sons. Absolutely. And Loki's the introduction to Loki and how he does his thing. And it's great. Um, that's my number four. Okay. Number three. My, Go ahead. My number four is Avengers Endgame. Wow. Okay. And listen, it's like, it's a good movie. And I really like, I feel like most of it is good, but I feel like the best part of it is those last 45 minutes. Especially Avengers. Assemble. I remember being in the movie theater when that happened. When we saw that, it was Justin's birthday. Yeah, we had to go an hour away to see it because. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah, and I remember that the moment that scene happened, that place was rocking like it was game set, like it was Yankee Stadium at Game Seven of the World Series against the Red Sox, which suck. And it was like. Well, they can't play each other in the World Series, but that's for my other podcast, Sports and Sanity <laughs> Podcast. Check us out on all platforms. Um, 
anyway, it's like you love the battle, and of course, I am inevitable, and I'm Iron Man. But we all know the part that one of the few scenes that made me cry in a movie was the end. Well, of course, it's the end. And I love when 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 old Steve Rogers is sitting there and saying, and he said, you know what? I just had to go live my life. And and then he gives the shield to Hawk and to um and he time, tra time travels into the past, yep. And then he goes, So do you see her? He goes, I'm not gonna say anything because I'm a gentleman, but it was beautiful. And then it shows him dancing with Agent Carter, and I remember there were tears stroming down my eyes while I'm applauding. I'm like, that because that was just the perfect way to okay. And I want to get into a very quick side rant that they're going to bring back. I heard they're bringing back Chris Evans as Captain America. Oh, god, here we go. Like, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> Captain America's story ended perfectly, that was a perfect ending. Yeah, I heard he might return. Like, listen, I like Chris Evans. Don't get me wrong. I love Captain, but why destroy something that was already perfect? Like, that his story is over. It ended fine. It ended perfectly. But, eh, I'm not the execs at Marvel, so, you know, maybe they're just looking for a cash it's the highest, It's the highest grossing film of all time, so don't even worry about it. We do not have to worry about it. <laughs> All right, can I get my number three? You may give your number three. And I, I had to narrow this down. I'm like, did I list these yet? Like, my, okay, like number three for me is Iron Man. Really? The first Iron Man film. The very first. The first. You know why? Because it's the one that launched everything. It's like Star Wars. It's like a New Hope. It launched everything. And Iron Man came out at. Look, I did not see it in theaters, but I saw it on uh, DVD when it came out. I loved it. And that's why I'm like, Iron Man 1 was the best Iron Man film. 2 was a step down, but 3 was a lot of fun. First one, though, you got to remember, too, the people, it was the introduction to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As I just said, it was also the introduction to Robert Downey Jr.'s career was dead at that point. We got to Oh, it was. It was. He, was. he was begging for mercy in Hollywood. And the fact that they made him Iron Man was a step in, the, in, a, in a very good direction. So... Um, number three for me is Iron Man. Ben, uh, I was gonna say Ben. Bill, what's your uh, what's your number three? My number three is the Avengers. Uh, okay, okay. Very first one. I remember, like, okay, and this goes on one of my biggest regrets. Um, if I I thought I never did a video, but I thought of both my when it back in 2012, I thought of my top ten favorite movies of 2012 and I think I put like Avengers at number two or three and I put Dark Knight Rises at number one and if I were to do it again I would have put Avengers at number one it's just it's the perfect comic book movie because it's like with the Dark Knight Rises every time I watched it, I started seeing more of the flaws but every time I started watching Avengers Avengers I started liking it more and more my favorite part and just like all of these people coming together like again like in the very first Iron Man, you're like, oh, are they gonna do it or are they not? And then in, and then the other ones, they're like, ooh, they might do it. And then, no shit, Sherlock. Guess what? We're not fucking around. We're doing this. <laughs> exactly. 
And my favorite, I got to tell you my favorite part. What part? The ragdoll scene when it's Hulk and um, uh, Loki. Loki. And Loki goes, buzz off. Oh, and then he goes, hey, I'm a god. And then Hulk goes, do, 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 do. Puny god. It just throws him on the floor. Right. It's just so, it's oh, just the perk. It has everything. It has action. It has comedy. It's just such a good, it is such a fucking fantastic movie. I know it is. And I still say it still holds up as one of the best comic book movies of all time. Okay. We're getting down to the bottom two, my friend. Uh, I have, I'm not sure which one I want to put for two. Uh, you know what? You know what? I, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Uh, on my number two, this is going to surprise you. It's the Avengers. Really? No, but hear me out for a second. Hear me out for two. When, <laughs> when I say my number one, I'm going to say that number one and two alternate for me. On a, I do that sometimes. So. On a da daily basis. I think about them consciously. I'm like, nah, this one is. No, but that one is. Like, they're, they're both so good. And I'll get to why they're both good in a second. The Avengers is one of my favorite movies of all time. All time. It's one of the only films I've ever given a 10 out of 10 to. And I've seen a lot of films. I know that I come on this show sometimes and I'm like, oh, what is it? No. I have seen a lot of films and I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. If you have a fucking problem with that, you can go fuck yourself. You hear me? Lousy, loud, clear on the internet. Like, it's one of the great, it is the greatest comic book movie of all time. It is the greatest superhero film of all time. It is the most successful, fun action-filled, entertaining, super mega-filled blockbuster full of excitement. Even the critics who are like in the theater, like they're like, wow, this is great. When they, when they saw that Hulk scene when he's going from building to building and then he smashes Loki, that those critics were like, wow, this is fun. Because literally, usually the critics are like, yeah, slothful, yeah, it's for children, yeah. Yeah, like, wah, 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 wah. and some people go on IMDb and they're like, it's still a one out of ten. I'm like, those people can go shut the fuck up. So yeah, we'd rather go see this movie with um. I want to go see Benedict Cumberbatch in The Bachelor or whatever. Like, fuck off, seriously. I want to see. I want to see people talk in stuffy accents. Jean Pepec, you know, whatever, right? Like, I want to go watch this French movie. Watch the fucking Avengers. People give super movies such a bad rap, and they're such, they're literally being nominated for Oscar after Oscar nowadays. Okay. Um, so number two for me. Wait, wait I want to just because I'm gonna say this one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. On May fourth, two thousand twelve, I was thirteen years old. I went to the theater, and I will never, ever forget that time of the theater because I was laughing and clapping and crying my thirteen year old heart out. I loved every second of it. Bill, take it away. Yeah, and first I want to just catch up with two things here. Um, our good friend Matt Hemsley is number four is Avengers Infinity War, and his number three is Avengers Endgame. Okay, sorry, Matt. We're, we, we were delaying yours. Um, his number two is Iron Man. Guess what, Matt? We just swiped right. That's my number two. We just swiped right. <laughs> JT, maybe it's best we see other people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta get a shirt that says that I just swiped right on you and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, but no, my number two is Iron Man because I remember when I first saw that, I'm like, I really knew nothing about Iron Man. And I thought, and this was the one that started it all. I thought it was kind of dumb when I first like saw the trailers. But then when I watched it, I'm like, oh my God, this is so fucking awesome. 
like with the suit and just RDJ, who it really shows you, you know, like you said, when you talked about this, his career was dead at this point. It really was. He would take anything at this point. It really was. Uh, And like, this was the movie that really revived his career. Yeah. And he, he nailed it too, truthfully. Yeah. And yeah, like I think Obadiah Stane is a little as a villain, but I just love the way he fights him. And then, and then of course at the end going, who I goes, I am Iron Man. Yeah, I just absolutely love it. Okay. So let me ask you a question: Which one did I leave off for last? Dude, I was trying to pay attention to my own. I have no. <laughs> Number one to for is listening. To me, it comes down to these two. Okay. But to me, it comes down to my, as far as my favorite MCU film goes, it comes down to me between the, the number two mention, the number two pick I just mentioned, Marvel's The Avengers from 2012, or the film that came out right before it, Captain America: The First Avenger. Really, now, that's your favorite. That is as of right now. Like I said, it alternates it alternates from day to day because it always comes down to like this one, two, or three, and my like top three right there. And honestly. I'm going to explain why this is my current favorite. It could, it could all change tomorrow, but right now, exactly how I'm feeling right now, this is how I feel. <sighs> Captain America, the first Avenger to me, was an emotionally moving, fun, sad, energetic, action-packed film all in one. Um, and it's so underappreciated when it comes to the Marvel films. Out of all of them, it really is. It's the most underappreciated, I think, out of all of them. Iron Man 2, it just sucks. But, like, Captain America, the first Avenger, it ends on such a sad note. Like, for instance, let me, like, the last scene of the movie is him waking up after being thawed out of the ice. And the war's over. He saved the day. All that stuff. But Peggy's life moves on, and she does her thing, and she misses Steve, and and then it gets goes to your point in which it goes to Avengers Endgame where he t- travels back in time to be with her because he loves her so, so, so much. And he'd rather live out a life with her if he could. And he did. Um, but that movie ends on such a sad note. It really does. Like, like Remember when he's running into the streets of New York City? He's like, what's going on? Where am I? Blah, 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 blah. And then Fury comes. And then Fury's like, Eddie's soldier. And he's like, you've been asleep, Cap, for almost 70 years. You were in ice. Are you gonna be, and it's the year 2012. And he's like, what? And Nick Fury, and I'm going to cry thinking about it. Um, Nick Fury actually asked him, is he going to be okay? He says, yeah, it's just, I had a date. And I'm sorry if I'm getting emotional. Wow. Um, like, it's so sad, but it's so good. And it leaves like, on such a heart, like a heartwarming. I remember when I saw it in theaters, I was like, yeah, there's some cheesy elements too, like the the, the 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 Broadway show, whatever. I didn't care about that stuff. I cared a lot. What I cared about was the fact that he's actually like a superhuman like person, and he's his experiment gone well, and he finally finds his calling. And the costumes in that movie are perfect. Red Skull is great. It's like despite whatever you may think of Hugo Weaving, but let's face it, he played a larger role in the MCU later on. So, look. 
this movie to me comes down to Captain. We've been through for like an hour and a half. Like this is my favorite MC movie as of right now. Captain America: The First Avenger. I love it to death. Come at me, and it's a very emotionally. It has a very special place in my heart, and always will. I will. I'll show my kids it and my grandkids it. It's that good to me. So okay, my number one is Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> so we almost swiped right. <laughs> yeah, JT, I think it's best we see other people. Um, anyway, um, no, you're fine. Um, I just, I know it's a bit of a spectacle film, yeah. but it's a badass spectacle film, say, nonetheless, because I like when you, I like the disagreements between Captain America and Iron Man. And what I also really like is, you know, again, the introduction of my favorite Marvel superhero, Spider Man. And, the soundtrack, I think it's good where they play off the song Left Hand Free. The, a shady baby, I'm hot like the prodigal son. Do, 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 do. And also, um, you know, another sad Marvel moment when Peggy dies. That was sad. And Captain America is one of the pallbearers at her funeral. Yeah. And, you know, that really shows that, you know, um, that is one of the consequences of basically living forever. But, you know, you get an introduction to Black Panther and then you get, um, yeah, you know, again, introduction to Spider-Man and, you know, the truth of what really happened to Tony Stark's parents. I think it was just, I think it was just such a fun movie. And I remember Justin and I went to go see that in the Met for a matinee. And then we went to go see, I think it was X-Men Apocalypse at night. Oh yeah, and also my one of my favorite lines. Hey, have you guys ever seen this very old movie called The Empire Strikes Back? Tony, how old is this kid? I don't know. I didn't carbon data. He's a bit on the young side. Jesus Christ! But um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I love that movie. Uh, okay, guys, like like JT said, that could change day to day. But you know what, guys, we're gonna be honest. That was that was extremely difficult to do. On a whim, too. We did it on a whim, dude. We didn't plan this. Like we like because we were thinking, okay, we because we have the poll, and the poll was a dead tie, so it was a tiebreaker. We decided to do this. And damn. Next week we're gonna do the DCEU, and that's gonna be much easier. Yeah, I mean, to tell you the truth, it's going to be nuts. Um, but at the same time, we got this. It's no big deal. That was just a long-ass list. 23 films. And we ranked all 23 movies. All 23 of them, folks. We did it. Yeah, next week's show is going to be a little bit shorter due to us being um, – uh, due to me being um, – like due to the uh, DCEU only being like a certain thing, you know? Because there's, yeah. there's only so many films. Yeah, I don't know how many films there is in the um, DCEU. And by the way, Matt's number one is Black Panther. Nice. That is his number one Marvel film. Um, okay, so how many DCEU movies are there? There's only about 10 or 12, so it's a, it, should be, it should be a smaller list. Like, no, not, not even 10. I think there's like, I think it's about eight or nine. 
You know, you. something we'll talk about off camera. Um, yeah, we'll discuss it later on, so don't worry. But anyway, uh, yeah, so guys, that is... Yeah. Ultimately, right. guys... It's like 23 movies for you folks. Oh, come on. So, Anyways, what do you guys think? Please jump down in the comment section below. If you like what you've seen here, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do plenty of shows on Wednesdays called Mixed Bag, as well as I do other uploads during the week. Thank you so much for joining us on this incredibly long hour and a half video on how we're doing the how we ranked up the MCU films. Next week we're going to be doing the DC films and the specifically the Man of Steel and Up films from 2013 and up because that is how we are going to roll with it. Um, and this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Na, 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 na. Anyways, so I digress. Thank you so much to everyone who watched tonight. You guys are the bomb.com. Super cool. Awesome job, everyone. I want to thank Bill for joining us tonight. He is, without a question of a doubt, the bomb.com as well. Thank you very much, my friend. Bill, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna leave you with this. Thank you so much for making this video with me. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. We will see you next week where we do DCEU. Yes. See you next time doing the DC movies. See you guys soon. Bye-bye.